0: Welcome back to another episode of the love of purple podcast. I am your host, Carista Kokot. I'm a recovering people pleaser and I help you become the same thing. Welcome back, you guys. I am okay. Here's where we go. Here's where we go. You know how I do this. I like to tell you where I am, where I'm sitting when I am actually recording this so you can get a visual of what's going on around me. At this exact moment, I'm sitting at a kitchen table, looking out sliding glass doors at the beautiful trees of Maui, Hawaii. And I've got a little dog underneath my feet here at the kitchen table named Honey. If you can follow me on social media, I got asked to come back. I did this four years ago. Um, I found this beautiful family found me online through friends actually that, and then she started following me and then she reached out and just said, Hey, we've got a rescue dog. Would you like to come to Hawaii, stay in our house for free, um, and take care of, uh, our dog, honey, because they were finding it really difficult to find somebody that they trusted and that could work, you know, well with a rescue dog with different, you know, um, reactivity with other dogs, all this kind of stuff. And I said, of course. So that was the end of 2019. And then they, when I was living in Costa Rica, she emailed me again. She said, my family's going away for five weeks. Would you be interested in coming and taking care of honey again? Well, okay. So it's been interesting being here this time and coming here this time. So I arrived, uh, last Tuesday, so almost a week ago now. And I've told this to a few people, but uh, it was interesting coming here this time from Calgary, but I had only been in Calgary for a week, came back to Calgary from Costa Rica, and I didn't feel the need to come here like I used to. And I know many of you are listening going, yeah, of course. But it was really interesting how it came up for me because I've always loved coming to Maui and I still do. It's amazing the smell. There's nothing like the Maui smell or Hawaiian smell when you land. The flowers are incredibly, incredibly fragrant here. If you've never been, that is how I will explain it. (laughs) Plumeria is one of my favorite smells, my favorite flowers. I've actually got a tattoo of it on my arm, but there's just something really, really magical about the Hawaiian islands that everyone says, and it's true, I've been here about seven times to actually Maui, went to Hawaii, Oahu for our honeymoon 28 years ago, so I've been here a few times and it's very different than Costa Rica in the fact that it's very first world, uh, con- uh first world amenities everywhere, but it's the smell for me. That's just, Oh, it's magical. <clears throat> but the need to be near sand and palm trees and water and all that obviously wasn't quite the same. <laughs> it's because I live that all the time now, right? I've got this beautiful life that we have given ourselves that, uh, all the time in Costa Rica. So, what I love about being here is I've got my own space. Oh, I have my own space. I have a little house and it is perfect on this big park. And the beach is literally, uh, you know, a three minute walk down the, down the path to get to this beach that I can go swimming in, which I swam in all day yesterday. And it's beautiful. And it's just I didn't feel this need to like escape and get away and go to the ocean and get to the sand because I have it all the time. It was just nice to have a different place to go to. So that is where I'm here right now. I'm here till the end of June and I'm just enjoying, I'm enjoying the moments and I'm settling into our little routine here that we have. And my coaching is taking, you know, I'm taking on with my coaching and I'm, planning a group coaching that I'm so excited about. And so that's gaining clarity. And I'm alone here to do that. And I can let the the ideas flow and ruminate and, and really come to life with that. So and of course, I'm doing a lot of podcast episodes for you guys. So this one today, while I'm sitting here, I wrote up five that I'm going to be doing for this week. And this first one is three ways to help you find your voice and live a more authentic life. And what does that even mean? What does authenticity even really mean? And that's a big thing in the, in the buzz, in the buzz world right now (laughs) is live your authentic life, meaning it's you just live your life. And I say the word a lot because as a people pleaser, as somebody that's codependent, as somebody that is very, in tune with energy around it's really easy to actually lose who you actually are at the core of your being because we're so busy trying to take care of everybody else in our life right we're so busy making sure everyone else is happy we're so busy making sure that we're nurturing and we're caretaking especially if you're a mother if you're a father if you're a caretaker and any everybody comes first except for you and you put your needs aside. And that can be something as simple as like, I can remember growing up. I can remember my mom, and it was my stepmom, but we'd be all sitting around the table. And she'd go, Okay, everyone make sure that they've got a piece of pie. Everyone, she'd make apple pie and she'd go, Okay, everyone have theirs and I'll have mine last. And it's just what she did. And I remember it so clearly. And I'm like, I wonder why she wouldn't have grabbed hers first. Well, a few things moms we make sure our kids are always come first right like all you moms can agree with that out there as my children are over older now I still feel myself like that but I'm like oh damn I'm getting a piece of pie before these guys get in there and grab it (laughs) that's kind of taken over I'm like oh no I'm grabbing one I want one so bad if I want that but that's as simple as that it's that very nature that everybody else comes first and yes as a mom and yes as a father and yes as certain things people needs are going to come first and i did a little i did a little um i think it was an instagram story about yes people's needs and you will please people because we all have that within us you will please other people you'll please your boss so that you can get a raise you will please those uh, friends of yours that you want to go on be invited to this massive holiday you will please you know your siblings so that you all get awesome presents at christmas whatever it is so that there's no fight we do please people every single freaking human has it but the problem comes in is that when we neglect our own needs and we do that on a continual basis there is i talk about this before about how we can nurture ourselves we can please ourselves and other people so it's not like one or the other you can do both and sometimes when we are living in this this life of making sure everyone else is okay and pleasing everybody else and saying yes to all the things and making we lose our authenticity because we're living for everybody else does this make sense you guys i hope i'm i hope i'm articulating this well we don't even know what we like anymore we don't even know who we actually are at the core if someone was to say who are you you're like i don't know whoever you say i am right so One of the very first things about learning how to be authentic (laughs) and show up as yourself. So say I was to interview on this pod interview you on this podcast. Okay. I would ask you some questions like, you know, who are you? What do you do? Uh, What do you believe in? What's your values, right? Do you know the answers to that? So one of the first things for living a more authentic life and figuring out who you are is self-reflection and exploration. It's really, really looking into what you value. What is it that you value? This is work that I do with my clients because this is a lot of what we have to do is self exploration. Who are you? Who do you want to be? How do you want to show up in the world? What do you like? What do you don't like? It can be as simple as like, what's your favorite color? And we literally go that way because that was my big thing is I didn't even know what my favorite color was because it was whatever everybody else wanted it to be. It was if I was in a group and everyone's like, my favorite color is green. I'm like, same my favorite. And sometimes it can be today. My favorite color is green, right? It can be like that. But if you had put a fire under my ass and I was like, what's your favorite color? Be like purple, 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 all shades of purple. That is my favorite color. But it took me a while to see that that's what it was because I was inundated with everybody else's opinions and everybody else's expressions. So taking the time to really reflect on your values, what your passions are, like, what do you love to do people? What do you love to do? What are your strengths? What are your gifts? What are you interested in? What are your strengths? Like This is a question I ask my clients. Is like, What are you good at? What are you naturally good at? Doesn't mean you're going to go down a road of, of employment with that because j- I've talked about this. Maybe I haven't. I need to do a podcast on this. Just because you're good at it doesn't mean you have to do it. But it does mean you have to acknowledge that that is your strength. That is a gift. What is it that you... What are your beliefs, my friends? Is it your belief? Do you actually believe... This was mine. I'm just going to go here for a second that you're going to go to hell. If you have sex before marriage, that was a belief that I had to dig deep into because I didn't believe that, but yet that was a belief that was pounded into me when I was a child until I was older Then I got married. I still believed it. Hello. I had to unpack that religious belief. I had to unpack that dogmatic. I couldn't remember the word there, that dogmatic belief that was so ingrained. What are your beliefs? What do you believe? A great way to do this type of stuff of self-exploration besides hiring me as your life coach (laughs) or a coach or a therapist, something like that can help you move forward in your life. Ask yourself some really meaningful questions. Journal. Meditate. Get introspective. Get introspective. Wow. Introspection of your own life be really inquisitive of what you do how you do it how you think journal write that stuff down I'm huge on that talk it out I don't know how many times I sit here with a client and they will be verbaling things and I'll be asking them things and I'll be going back and forth and I'll go deeper 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 and by the end of an hour they're like whoa whoa yeah I didn't even know that that's huh that's interesting so they've talked that out what makes you come alive what brings you joy and fulfillment what do you what helps you get up in the morning and plants your feet on the ground if you don't know any of this this is what i'm saying take the time to figure this out by delving in to this inner self you guys into who you are the inner workings of yourself You will uncover your beliefs, your aspirations, your true desires. You'll uncover this authenticity that's in there. That's you. That's always been there. It's always been there. It's just sometimes it gets diluted by society and by external circumstances and external people. And that was me for the longest time and still can be when I'm not living in my highest potential. When you can, when you can get to the bottom of these, what's your value? What do you truly believe? And you start taking action in those areas. That's when you get in alignment and you're taking aligned action in your life. This is where you'll start to find this authentic voice coming out of you. Number two, this one is the hardest one for many, many, many people embrace vulnerability this is how you're going to embrace your authenticity is by getting vulnerable it's in so important um I want to read this quote because I love this quote by Brene Brown um vulnerability okay so Brene Brown is a researcher at the University of, of Houston if you don't know who she is she look her up Brene Brown vulnerability is the core, the heart, the center of meaningful human experiences. She writes this book called Daring Greatly, which is one of my most favorite books ever. Brene Brown describes vulnerability as uncertainty, risk, and emotional exposure. She couldn't have said it better. Vulnerability is when we show who we actually are and this is where authenticity comes in. This is truly who I am and I'm going to put it out there and I'm not sure what's going to come back. I'm not sure. I am taking a risk and I do not know how this is going to happen. So years ago, when I first started my coaching practice, one of the most vulnerable things Hard things, and yet I knew in that moment it was going to be the most liberating and life changing thing for me was going on video, on Instagram, on Facebook, social media, all of that. I knew it was going to be life changing for me because I was putting myself out there to be ridiculed, judged. I felt like an imposter. I'd never done it before, so of course I felt like an imposter because until we've done something, we don't. It was one of the hardest things for me, was getting vulnerable and sharing the details of my life, certain details, right? But that is also where I was able to find my true, true voice, my authentic voice. That was where it started to unravel for me. Then I went to different courses and then I went to different healing practices and I allowed myself to cry in front of a whole bunch of people because I've cried lots in my life, just never in front of people. Um, I was able to say, this is where I'm struggling. I started going and seeing different counselors and therapists. And I said, this is where I'm struggling the most. This is where I've been hurt. This is what I feel. And the big thing about being vulnerable, especially when you start, you guys, here's the biggest thing. Okay. This is what I want to say. It's creating, I I wouldn't say, okay, how do I do this? Hang on. Let me just regroup here for a second. My ADHD brain took over there for a second. I wouldn't say if you've never been vulnerable or, you you know, not never been, but if you've found it very difficult, I wouldn't say social media is the best place to go and go, Hey, I stand for this and really shout it from the mountaintops. You're going to get backlash. It's social media. There's keyboard warriors everywhere out there until you've done the work to detach from that outcome of what you're going to say. So that's where I sit now. Does it still hurt? Yes, it does. Do I, take it to heart? No, I don't. Because there's so many keyboard warriors out there that think that they can say anything and do anything. And they they have all the, you know, balls behind the keyboard, but when they get to your face, they're never going to say it to you. So when you begin your journey of being vulnerable, where I'm going with this is find a safe place to do that. And what I mean by that is have your people, a person that you're able to say, I'll never forget sitting with one of my dearest, dearest somatic healer friends, Amanda Joy, we were sitting in a hotel room. And I said, I have something I need to tell you. And this was years ago when we first and I just felt her presence was a safe place to to be me, and truly me. And I said, I've got some stuff I'm going to share with you about my past, about my upbringing, about different things. And here we go. And she just sat there. She held this space. For three hours, I rattled. I cried. I shared. And I'll never forget, she didn't interrupt me at all. Nothing. She just let me talk. And at the end, she just came over. She put her arm around me and she said, I love you. It doesn't matter. You are who you are. That is the true Krista right here. That, I'm going to start crying because it was the most beautiful moment of feeling my most authentic self one of the times. And it was amazing. That is when I started. Again, that was on the beginning of my journey of really showing up really being who I am. Of really understanding who Chris is to the depths of my core. And I guys, this journey is never over. First of all, it's never over. It's always a work in progress. Is what I tell my clients all the time. I wish I could tell you like there's an end game there isn't. We're always learning something more about ourselves, always, and uncovering things. And as we grow and as we change, maybe our beliefs and our values change. They do, actually. I won't say maybe. They do. So maybe you're, you've done the work around this before, but maybe you're feeling a shift and you're like, "Uh, something's not satisfying me anymore. I'm not feeling at peace anymore. Well, maybe because you're changing. You're growing. You're learning something new. When we can embrace vulnerability, it allows us to connect with people at such a deeper level as well. When we get vulnerable, I can, I can share with you right now that Amanda and I, I, thick as thieves. I don't even know where that saying came in. I hope that's not wrong to say. Anyways, so tight. Because we've been vulnerable with one another. We've been truthful with one another about certain things. It fosters this beautiful sense of belonging that you don't need to try and fit in by saying certain things or being somebody or not. You just belong. One of the best places that I feel the most belonging and the most authentic is when I'm up on stage because I'm sharing all the things I'm sharing all the details. I'm sharing everything. And the energy that I feel is just reciprocated sitting in those rooms in the live event rooms. I'd have to say it on zoom calls too. I feel that if I'm in a group, um, in a group setting on a zoom call, I can feel the energy coming through. And I just, I love it. I can be funny. I can be quirky. I can cry. I can do all the things and just be vulnerable and let it land on the people that it needs to land on. That's one thing I've learned about being vulnerable to you guys is that I say things, I show you my life, I share certain things. I don't care if it reaches everybody, it won't. And some people scroll right past and people be like, oh, that's who cares." I don't care. I'm going out for the people that want to see me. That takes work though. That takes practice of showing up more and more and more and more of just being vulnerable. Of just getting those deeper connections. And as you get clear and honest with yourself and others with who you are and take a stand for this and don't take a stand for that. You will see who stands beside you and who falls away. And that's a good thing. I wasn't going to talk about this, but I'm going here anyways, because I'm on a roll here. My real step came at the beginning of 2020. And I think it was one of the first times I've done it before, but this one was very um, blatant, a honest, truthful. And it was about the V. V uh around the pandemic and it was about not getting it and the backlash I got from that and I thought huh interesting the people that really liked what I stood for all of a sudden on what I spoke about about my life coaching and about people pleasing and about boundaries and about self-care and blah 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 they could get behind that And about my family but I make this choice and whoo I'm not going to go along on this because I know that everybody has their own thing. And I was honoring both sides and I could see both sides. And I was just like, I was honoring everyone's choices because that's where I sit. I'm like, do whatever you want to do. I'm doing me. But the amount of people that came into my inbox and went to town, I was shocked. I was, huh. I didn't sit there long though, because it just wasn't worth it for me. I sent them love and I kept going about my business and my day and my life and I thought well if I lose people in my life because of this I'm okay with that and I had to be and because it was such a huge you know division in the world and still is certain things but that was a big moment for me when I stood by my belief and what my core and my wisdom and what every authentically standing by what I believe to be true for me And that's the thing you guys, when you live authentic, it's not for anybody else. You're doing it for you and you are going to rub people the wrong way. (laughs) You are going to piss people off. You are not going to make friends all the time. And that is a key. And that is a flag that you're doing something right. Hmm. I just did a video on how you allow guilt when you're setting boundaries to be a green light. It's like, ah, I'm doing the right thing. This is how I feel about this when I'm living my authentic life and I'm saying things and doing things and acting in a way that somebody might disagree. I'm like, Ooh, I'm living right. I'm doing something right here. Number three, (laughs) three ways to help you find your voice and speak up and live more authentic is set boundaries and prioritize your self care. I probably could do four or five of these because I also believe taking action and seeking new experiences also helps you find your voice because if you've always done the same thing and here we go, let's, let's piggyback those together. Okay. Let's set boundaries, which could be something new for you. Prioritizing your self care, which is taking action. That's how you're going to also, that's how you're going to also find that authenticity within you. Um, when you're a people pleaser, when you are living for others, boundaries is probably not talked about a lot. And there's a psychotherapist that I follow named Terry Cole, which many of you might as well. And she is author of The Boundary Boss. And she talks about how many people pleasers are raised to be the good girl. And I've seen the good girl out there a lot. Now it's very popular. I actually, you know, thought about launching a course called the good girl. Um, but let that go. I've got something else on the, I've got something else. That's actually taking over, but it's the highest form of how women are raised is to be quote unquote, the good girl. And it's prioritizing other people over ourselves. It's not setting up boundaries. It is not creating new experiences because that might ruffle feathers. It's not prioritizing self-care. But this disease to please, as Terry Cole calls it, leads to bitterness and anger and resentment. So, (coughs) excuse me. When we can get to a place of taking action and setting up boundaries in our life, there we're finding our voice. There we're finding our authenticity. Again, it's paying attention. It's going back to number one of like reflecting on what is it. That, what are the red flags in my life that are making me feel resentful, bitter, angry? What is it, and where is it in my life that I need to set these set these boundaries up? Where is it that I need to say? no, you can't come over right now because I am having a hot bath and I'm taking the night to myself. Where is it that you have to say, thank you for the invite, but I'm going to decline. Where is it that you say, if you talk to me like that again, I'm going to hang up. Where is it in your life that you have to say, wow, thanks for thinking of me, but that's not in alignment for the direction that I'm going right now. You have to step out of your comfort zone and take action and set the boundaries and prioritize yourself. Here's the thing. I'm sitting right now in, in Maui. <laughs> I was said Costa Rica when I just told you guys I'm in Maui. I really am in Maui. And I know for myself that I have to have alone time. I need that balance between people and alone time. Okay. I love my alone time because it's literally when my brain starts firing and I can hear this voice inside me going, this is what we need to do. This is what we're going to do. This is what we're going to do. I can hear that authentic voice inside of me. I can hear that deep wisdom. When I am around too many people for too long in the energy, even if it's in the space of a house, of, uh, I, that dampens and I can't hear it. I can't hear it. So I'm sitting here and I am like, okay, this, I'm creating this opportunity. I'm sitting here alone. I'm going to use this. This is incredibly important to me. So one of the reasons I said yes to this was because I knew that I was going to be coming here for a few weeks on my own. And I'm like, boom, that's what I need. Boom. That is what I know. I know beyond a shadow of a doubt, this is where I'm going to gain clarity around certain things in my business and in my life. That was setting up boundaries. That was going, this is what I need. Unfortunately, the, this is going to have to go to the side. This is going to have to say, no, I'm not going to be able to do this. I'm not going to be able to do this. And it's not easy, guys. I'm not saying it's super easy. It takes work to really, really understand what it is inside of you that makes you tick. Human design, big topic. That is a big one that I figured out how I work. I'm a generator. Okay, so that was a big self-exploration thing that I did. I've done thousands and thousands and thousands of hours and dollars of self-development, of figuring out who Krista is. I would say one of the best things I've done is take action and gotten vulnerable. Set up boundaries. Speak. Because as I've talked and as I've written um, journaling and as I've wrote and as I've done certain things and taken action in my life, I have figured out like, whoa, that's, yeah, nope, that's not for me. Yep, nope, nope, that's not for me. I'm not figuring that out by laying on the couch all day with my feet up in the air. That's not, that is not how I figure that out, feet up on the wall. <laughs> that's not how I'm figuring it out. Those ideas will come to me in the quietness and the stillness. But even when I'm moving actually is when I feel it better. When I'm out for a walk, I'll be like, ah, there's that. So you guys, if you are somebody that is struggling or that you're like, I don't even know who I am, I don't even know what my voice sounds like, because I've been so, if I was to ask you certain questions, like, who are you? What do you believe in? What's your values? Do you want to know what you want to do with this life? Are you made for more? What makes you tick? What brings you joy? Could you answer all of those? If not, then this is how you find your authentic voice. So you, if you're feeling bitter, resentful, you feel like you're agreeing with everybody, you feel like you really don't have a voice. You're not even sure what the hell you think anymore. This is where this work comes in is figuring out who you are. And these three ways that I just gave you self-reflection, embracing vulnerability, setting up boundaries and prioritizing self-care action, new experiences, they're all going to lead you down this path of like, oh, there's Krista. There I am. There you are. Oh, there's that voice that's always been in there, but has just been drowned out by the world and kept you safe. And that's okay. And that's okay. I had another thought, but it just left me. So obviously wasn't meant to say it right now. Okay. Okay. So that was today's episode. You guys, it's probably one of the longer ones that I've ever done. Oh, it's 30 minutes. Yikes. Okay. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for listening. If you need help in this area, you know how to find me. Come on to Instagram. I am Krista Kokot. You can find me on Facebook at Krista Kokot Life Coach, Twitter, LinkedIn. Where else am I? TikTok. Hey, I'm on TikTok. Okay come on over guys, come say hi to me and let's start a conversation. Love you. And until next time, take care.